We're gonna rock around the clock tonight. Happy 11 o'clock. Hey, 11 o'clock. Good morning, everybody. Sunday, 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 Sunday. Oh, it's good to see you guys. How we doing, Connect Church? Woo, Connect Church is in the house. Oh, we love you guys. Love we missed it. you awful this morning. We were like, oh, I missed them extra yeah, today. Yeah, extra. We missed you extra today, but we're so thankful that you've joined us. Yeah, thank you so much. Woo! And if this is one of your first times, this is Kyle. And Hi, I'm Kyle. I'm Danielle. And, this and is we Connect are weirdos. <laughs> yep. <laughs> and we just want to thank you for joining us and um, for just spending this hour with us and, and just, you know, focusing your hearts on Jesus and your minds on the spirit yeah, of so God and just yep. letting him um, speak to us right now. That's what this is about. It's not just about having some sort of new version of a church service. It's really about feeding our spirits and feeding yeah. our minds and um, letting God have access to our hearts. So thank you for joining us. Yeah, we were literally, guys, we were just praying right beforehand. Um, you prayed. You prayed. The house was shaking. Come on. It was good. It, Come on. I, I was like, oh, he, he came. Glory. He came for it today. No, I, 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 we were praying. We we're just praying for, you know, the 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 rain of the Holy Spirit, this yes. this outpouring of the Holy Spirit to really refresh your soul today. Yes. Um, in the midst of this, I, I love, we have a pool at our house and uh, I love, I love our pool. And the reason I love our pool is because a lot of times we're, we're out working, we're getting, you know, I'm, I'm, mm, I'm sweaty. sweaty. It's so hot outside because it's New Jersey and mm -hmm. the humidity is disgusting. <laughs> and after, you know, when I'm really hot, I'm really tired, I love to jump in the pool. And there's something real, I, there's something, you know, because you always make fun of me. You're always like, like, ah. I know, you're like, you're like and, the biggest kid and, in the pool. And you always give a water report. I do. I know. I give, I give a water report. Me, like, it's like a weatherman, but like but I, for me, I envision it like the Holy Spirit. I think, you know, we can either stand on the outside being really hot, really sweaty, really tired, mm. really disgusting, really, and complain about it. Or, or we actually, you know, because of, the, because of the love of the Father He has for us, um, the Bible says He pours out His Spirit towards mm. us. Um, because the love the Father has towards us, He pours it out. Um, and so there, there's a refreshment. I, I just want to speak that into someone's life today, over someone's marriage today, yes. over over some parents who yes, who've had their kids absolutely. with them maybe for longer than you oh, thought. Um, look, there's a refreshment in the people Holy Spirit no today. No them. one, yeah, no one yeah, singles today. Time. People who've been alone today. Can I tell you, there's a refreshment yes. in the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit can do something that uh, that you can't do on your own, and that's mm -hmm. the we're not, the thing about Christianity is that it's not about um, a life style change. It's not just about kind of like a moral philosophy change. Yes. It really is. There's a supernatural empowerment that comes um, in Acts chapter two. We're going to be in Acts in a second, but in Acts chapter two, you know, they, they had followed Jesus. They loved Jesus. They had heard the teaching of Jesus, but for Jesus, that wasn't enough for his disciples because they needed a supernatural empowerment, yes. a supernatural refreshment. Yeah. So the Bible says he pours out the Holy Spirit. Um, and it's this is not about being a charismatic church or a Pentecostal church. It's not about Pentecostal theology. It's about the the, the promise, the full promise of God in your mm. life. And so, look, if, uh, if 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 you are if you are needing that right now, I'm just I'm praying the Holy Spirit just yeah. comes and meets you where you are, whether you're in a living room or hospital room today, whether you're yeah. driving in a car today. Yeah. Um, and I believe in the Holy Spirit. Um, the, yeah. I'm believing it. And if you're if you are a guest, thanks. Look, check out our link tree. By yep. the way, link. Let us link know. Tree link, link. link tree link. Link tree link. It right this I know week, you did. Church. I got yeah. it right. The link tree link, and it will tell you a little bit more about us. You'll get to see like the heartbeat behind the church. It's your avenue to get connected. It's your avenue to give. So check that link out in Absolutely. whatever social media platform you're on right now. Yeah, and guys, men, men of Connect. 
uh, that you can you can register for a men's Bible study that starts this week. Yay. It starts this week. I am telling you, I am so excited yes, about is. this thing. Yes, it's is. called Forged, um, and and we are we're, we're not messing around. It's not. Uh, we're just going to talk about men issues. We're going to we're going to get in the Word of God and become disciples of Jesus, who understand how to handle the Word. We're going to be forged by the fire of the Word, by the fire of the Spirit, by the fire of a love and passion for Jesus Christ. So, uh, hop on, join, register for that. You've got to be registered in order yeah. to be a part of it. Um, but there's there's all sorts of meetings throughout the week, a week Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. Uh, it's all there. So, uh, check it out on Linktree. Um, today, babe, we've got a, we got a special guest mm-hmm. who uh, is going to come and just lead us in, in, in a moment of worship uh, because worship changes uh, everything. And so can I encourage you, let this worship change the atmosphere uh, in your life. Amen. Well, it's Jake. Oh, yeah. By the way. It's <laughs> so our special guest today. Our special guest is Jake. And, you know, I know it's been a long time since a lot of you have been able to be led um, by our beautiful worship team. And um, Jake just takes care of our team and he takes care of the heartbeat of worship at our church. And I know that it's kind of special because sometimes you hear him off to the side <laughs> because he's doing all of the production so that church can happen. But today we just felt it was really important to have um, mm-hmm. his spirit lead us into today. And, and before Jake hops on, um, shout out to one of our other worship leaders at church, Amy Campana, as it's her Ooh, birthday. Happy birthday. Amy, happy birthday. We love you so much. Uh, and uh, we're celebrating you today. So come on, Jake. Take the world, but give me Jesus, sweetest comfort of my soul. With my Savior watching over me, I can sing, though billows roll. Take the world, but give me Jesus. Let me view his constant smile. Then throughout this life's long journey, He will lead me all the while. Take the world, but give me Jesus. In his cross my trust shall be, till with clearer, brighter vision, face to face, my Lord, I'll see. So take the world, but give me Jesus. 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 Father, take the world and give us Jesus. Fill us to overflowing today with a love and a passion for you that draws on the heart strings of our hearts and leads us deeper to you. Take the world, but give us. Give us Jesus. We give you the glory and the honor. Open our hearts and our eyes and our ears Open our lives today to what your word has for us. 
And let us not be hearers of this word only, Lord God, but let us pursue with passion your purpose and your presence in our life. In Jesus' name, amen. 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 Woo, come on. Ah, love it. Love it. Thanks, buddy. Thank you. Awesome. I love that, that, that old, it's a remake of an old hymn, and uh, there's just something, I'm a, I'm a, you know me, I'm a softie for good old hymn. I grew up with old the hymns. The older the better. Love it, man. It was awesome. There'll be times I've been singing hymns old hymns. hymns are the problem. It's like old camp songs that you're like, come on, join with me. I'm like, never heard this song in my life, except from you. Come on. Except from you, right? Because I'm like, I don't know how to join this. I only know the song from you, and then like, if I hear it later, I'm like, that's this name's song. As the deer <laughs> no, no, panteth for the... Oh, no, 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 no. High flag is the flag flown. High is the flag flown. No. High around the castle of my heart. We, okay, here's the word. Share. All right, let's share. Let's talk. <laughs> hey, if you brought your Bible, if you have your Bible, uh, turn with me to Acts chapter 18. We're actually going to be talking about uh, part two of some of the message we talked about last week. If you didn't get yeah. a chance to hear the message last week, can I really encourage you? It's on our YouTube channel. Uh, you can go there and subscribe. Uh, check it out. Um, it, it, as we said last week, these things all, they're not just single messages stand alone. There's a voice yeah. of God. There's a sound yeah. that echoes. Um, and you know, along those lines, one more, we're going to, I'll remind you guys again this week that if you could hop over to our YouTube channel, um, at some point and just hit that subscribe yeah. button. Yep. Uh, it's again, as just, we said last week, it's not so we have more subscribers, subscribers. It's because we have to get to a certain threshold to be able to get a better quality that's offered through YouTube. And it only comes by means of a certain amount of subscribers. Yep. So if you could just hit the subscribe button at some point, that would be awesome. Thanks guys. Yeah. And beg your friends to do it too. Like, you know, buy them a pretzel or something. Um, yeah. Awesome. Hey, you uh, can say pretzel cause they don't realize he is obsessed. I love pretzels. With like what? hot pretzels. Oh, hot pretzels. Fantastic. Like I would Bless go the for the chocolate and you're like, do you want to get pretzels? That's why, like, I ma- that's why I make it. Dipped in chocolate, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes. There's, I'll say yes to both those or caramel. Dude, that's, oh, or spicy mustard. Anyway, we got, we got to go. Uh, Acts 18. Hey, if you need a, a mess, uh, title for the message today, it's Don't Ghost. The Holy Ghost, stop. That, that got by me. Don't, <laughs> I'll tell you right don't now. ghost the Holy Ghost. I saw it on social media and I was like, who, what? Come on, here's what I know. Some of you know what I'm talking about. And some of us oh, are no, a little bit yes. more culturally, vernacularly challenged. Um, and so what that actually means is, you know, when you ghost somebody, it's when you've been uh, dating or you've been serious with people, uh, you're in a relationship, and then all of a sudden you just... Friends have to do that too. Though. Yeah, friends do it too. And you just stop texting, stop responding and you ghost them. Vanish, yeah. and, and some of us know what that's like because we've experienced it. Um, I'm, I'm sure almost everybody uh, who's watching today has, has experienced that D. Um, you know, we, we've definitely experienced it in our life. But I think if we're honest, not only have we been the people who've experienced it, we've been the people who've yeah. done it to people. Yes. Um, and it can be really traumatic. And I think yes. one of the things that, uh, why, why, why we're talking about that is, is because we, we don't just do this to friends. We do this in church. We do this uh, yeah. in our relationship with God, mm-hmm. uh, where we're real excited about God. We're real excited about all these things, and then mm. feelings and frustrations get in the way. Time gets in the way. Yeah. Issues get in the issues, way, yeah. and uh, you know things get uh, uh, more challenging. And we end up ghosting God. Yeah. We ghost church. We ghost the Holy Spirit. Yeah. Um, and so that's what we're going to talk about. Last week, you know, we talked about um, uh, how Aquila and Priscilla. Uh, their response to God in the midst of, yeah. of this. And today we're going to take a look uh, at Paul's response because at times I think we can candy coat 
what Paul, you know, it's like Paul. We Paul! make him so yeah, 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 right. Like not like beyond human. Beyond He's, human. He has superpowers. And 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 I think that why God is telling us the story of Paul is because. So that we can relate. So we can find ourselves. It's not. It's in there. not so that we feel bad about ourselves. Yeah. It's so we can see ourselves in there. Yeah. And and so that's where we are. Um, he's still in Corinth. He's 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 going through a circumstance situation that is challenging. Mm-hmm. And we're going to get to see how he responds to those things in the midst of his feelings and frustration, Steve. Yeah. So uh, let, let's get hop, hop in All scripture. All right. So we're gonna we're gonna pick up in verse five. Uh, so here we go. So when Silas and Timothy had come from Macedonia, because remember, God had given him a dream yeah. of a man begging him to come yes. to Macedonia. So that kind of like changed everything, because remember, he wanted to go to the province of Asia Minor, and he kept trying to get in. That's right. And he couldn't get in. And the Holy Spirit said no. And the no. Holy Spirit said no. Right. All right. So that, you have to remember that, because this is a real person, Correct. real story, real backstory. one dream. And now he had no, one yeah, dream, yep, yep. you know, and so here. So so um, so at least Timothy's finally back. Yeah, yeah, right? exactly. that's the whole, like, yeah. he circumcised him for the yeah. whole purpose of having Timothy with them, and then Timothy wasn't with them. Right. All right. So anyway, um, so Paul was compelled by the Spirit. Remember that. Compelled by the Spirit. And then Paul testified to the Jews that Jesus is the Christ. But there's always a but. Yep. But when they opposed him and blasphemed, he shook his garments and he said to them, your blood be upon your own heads. I am clean. From now on, I will go to the Gentiles. And he departed from there. And he entered the house of a certain man named Justice, one who worshipped God, whose house was next to the synagogue. I love so he's that. like, I'm going to get as yeah, close. Yeah, yeah, yeah. As close as I I'm, can. I'm going to the Gentiles, yeah, yeah. but I'm, I'm going <laughs> next door. I love it. Um, then Crispus, the ruler of the synagogue, believed on the yes, Lord yes. with all of his household. And many of the Corinthians, hearing, believed and were baptized. Okay, so yep. this is a big win. All right, this Huge is win. just... Because there's a reason that we're saying this. It's a big win. It's like, oh, I'm going to go to the Gentiles. And yet God still like wins the day of like bringing this yep. entire household uh, to God as well as many Corinthians. All right? And so, now the Lord spoke to Paul in the night by a vision. And this is what God said to him in this vision. Do not be afraid, but speak. And do not keep silent. Mm. For I am with you. And no one will attack you. To hurt you, for I have many people yes. in the city. Yes. And he continued there then a year and a half, year and six months, teaching the word of God among them. Yeah, so, uh, so, such a good word. Um, and I, I just I want to step back and maybe put ourselves in Paul's position yeah, for a for moment sure. because uh, in the midst of some stuff, Here, is this in your you know, uh, we can, no, no, I'm good. Uh, we can, I think, I think at times we can be frustrated and allow our feelings to kind of dictate some things in the midst of circumstance. Mm-hmm. And we really have to be careful because we, we, we've been talking about this a lot. Um, mm-hmm. Let me ask you, you guys a question. How many of us have been, are, are frustrated right now with uh, wishing, <laughs> yeah, wishing certain things were different? Maybe you're, you're tired of certain things that you wish weren't on your plate. Uh, D, all of the above. Uh, right, exactly, right? <laughs> I, I, it's just, it's absolutely true. Um, you know, I, I was saying to D earlier, it's, this is our 22nd week. 22nd, which is your favorite number. My favorite number. number. Uh, but it's not my favorite number today. Uh, 22nd week. It will week, be next right? week. Yeah, yeah, exactly. 23. 23. <laughs> this is what I do. 22nd week, right, doing this. So I've got hands up. I'm frustrated, right? But how many of us know, here's the reality. How many of us know, and this is, the, this is where we have to be honest with ourselves, that we make really bad decisions 
out of frustration and the feelings. Pretty much every time. All the time. <laughs> Pretty right? much. It never and so I, I love I love what the Bible starts with here, and this is where we want I want to like really kind of uh, push on because we will end up ghosting the Holy Ghost. We'll ghost God. We'll ghost our purpose in life and the promises of God when we allow our feelings mm. and our frustrations uh, to d- d- dictate. Um, our responses a lot of times. And yeah. I love what Paul does here. In the midst of his frustration, in the midst of his feelings, yeah. he, he, allows the whole, he allows the Holy Spirit to actually mm-hmm. really focus what he thinks, how he thinks, how he, how he responds. Not it's not easy, it's right? Not easy. But I think that's why, the, that's why God has it in here because Paul is wrestling. He's a normal person, wrestling with right. all the stuff. I know you're going to talk about it in a minute, but he, he's, he's dealing with it. But it's his relationship with the Holy Spirit that actually keeps him on track in the midst of this. And so no matter what his situation mm-hmm. is, mm-hmm. because he's got this relationship with the Holy Ghost, he's not going to ghost the Holy Ghost. Mm-hmm. Um, and so the Bible says Paul, compelled by the Spirit, that Greek word for compelled is syneko. It, it actually means um, to be held together, glued together, uh, to be constrained. With, in the sense of it is this, to have a tight grip on something that prevents it from escape. Like whole, you, you are not able to escape. Ooh. The Holy Spirit, actually, the, the power, why, this is part of the, the, the blessing of having the Holy Spirit in our lives, is he holds on to us so tight He's not letting us escape into the things we want to escape into if we'll develop this relationship mm. with him, right? So we actually have to ask ourselves, what if we don't have the Holy Spirit in our life, if we're not really developing that, what's preventing us yes. from escaping into fear, into doubt, into self-reliance, into distraction and in our life? That, the, this, and the scripture is, is so purposeful. Exactly. Because it didn't say God, and it didn't say Jesus. No. The word is purpose, and it said that the Spirit, the Holy yes, Spirit, correct. compelled him. So if we're just walking around as Christians, got saved, right? I'm yes, all yes, good, yeah, right, exactly. That's not going to be suffice. What would Jesus do? That's the. That's yeah. not even. That's not enough. To be just known as a good person, right, right. you know, and you know, you might know it's because you you call yourself a Christian, but that's not the same thing as living a lifestyle compelled by the Spirit of God. Absolutely. We have to ask ourselves the question, D, here, why does the Bible say the Spirit had to compel Paul? Yes. Right? It's, why does it say it? Well, because his, his frustrations and his feelings can cause him to want to escape. Yes. That's why. Just like he's Just normal, like, like us, Just right? Like us. Just like us. So, you know, the temptation, I think, in this season is, if we're not careful, the greatest temptation is escapism. Mm-hmm. And, and it's to try sure. to create this sense of reality Absolutely. that keeps us from dealing with our real mm-hmm. reality. Mm-hmm. Um, and the danger in that, babe, is that we become so more enticed with the illusion than yes. with the promise, with yes. the purpose of God. So we become enticed in trying to create this illusion. But the illusion doesn't contain loss. No, correct. The, uh, <laughs> it does. It, it so does it's, right. It's in like, our mind, it doesn't contain oh, loss. Oh, right. But, that's what but, I'm saying. That's exactly why it's right. Illusion. Yeah. <laughs> and and that's why our feelings and our frustrations, when we when yeah. we entertain them, we allow them to be the driving force, yeah. uh, not the spirit, um, lead us to bad decisions. Right. Mm-hmm. So we can see this all throughout the Bible from the very beginning, Genesis chapter 25. There's this the the story that many of us know, Jacob and Esau. Right. So Esau is the older brother. He is the brother of promise. He's the brother with the inheritance. He's the brother that has uh, all the things that God is going to give him, bless him with. And the Bible says uh, in verse 29, he comes in from hunting. 
he he hadn't he, he didn't it was he, he had failed there he didn't get yeah, anything yeah. uh his skill hadn't matched that day even though he was skillful hunting didn't 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 work out he wasn't able to provide for himself which always makes us weak it's always makes us susceptible when we can't do mm -hmm. something right we can't provide for especially us. when we're good at it and yes, we can't do that's it right right and he comes in and the bible says he's exhausted but that Hebrew word actually means he's exhausted mentally, emotionally, physically. It doesn't just mean he's tired. He's, he's yeah. internally and, stripped. And I, I, I feel like that sometimes. I'm like, ah. Yeah. And, and especially when I can't do what I'm really good at doing. Mm -hmm. And I can't provide for myself a lot of times. I feel exhausted. And the Bible says he comes in and, and, and Jacob is cooking up some stew. And he says, uh, give me some stew or I'm going to die. Now, Many of us missed one meal before. I don't think we're uh -huh. going to die, right? But see, but 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 our frustration and our feeling in the moment when we can't yeah. actually do something for ourselves and so add true. time onto that, it 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 makes it magnifies our lack and ma and and makes us comfortable with identifying ourselves as victims. Victims, as as one hundred percent victim. Mm -hmm. And so he says, and Jacob says, "Well, give me your birthright. Give me the promises. Give me give me what is yours." He goes, "What good is it?" Yeah. What good is it later on yeah, if yeah, I yeah. don't have what I need now? Yeah. What good is it later on? And and he makes this decision out of this lack, personal lack. It sounds perfectly this, logical, though, doesn't of it? Of course it Very does. Very reasonable. Of like, course. You can it, make anything sound great. Absolutely. And, and, and when the spirit uh, doesn't restrain us, our flesh will lead us. Mm -hmm. And that's what we see here. When our spirit doesn't restrain us, our, mm -hmm. our flesh will lead us. And it led him into trading away his inheritance, yep. into, some, into making a decision that seems small in the moment. Right. Come on, how many of us do this small in the moment, but it becomes much yeah. greater down the road? And, and that, I, I, I don't know about you, I, you know, I, I just want to encourage us. In this season, we can't make stew decisions. Mm -hmm. We can't make stew decisions in our relationships, in our marriages, yeah. in, in our relationship with the Holy Spirit, with God, with church. We can't make stew decisions. Come on, I, I want to I go back to church. Right. I get tired of wearing a mask. More than and, anyone. Right? All oh, this. Exactly. No, More than anyone, truly. You want to go back to church. I want to go back to church. Exactly. <laughs> For lots of reasons, by the way. Um, and, 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 and I, but I can't allow my, my seeming lack, my own personal lack. Yes. I, can't, I can't allow my frustration in this moment of time to undermine what God is trying to take me into and the purpose and promise of this season. And, and I just want to speak mm -hmm. maybe into someone's life today. Mm -hmm. Christian, can I really encourage you? Um, hang on. Hang on. The yes. Bible says, in due time, you will reap a harvest. Do not grow weary in doing good. In due yes. time, you will reap a harvest if you do not give up. There is a, there is a purpose in every uh, harvest season, in every sowing season, in every growing season. There's a purpose. Sometimes when you've planted the seed, you don't see the seed grow for a while. It's growing underneath the surface. It's growing underneath the soil. It's frustrating mm. not seeing it. You're watering it. You're fertilizing it. But my friends, it's coming. It's coming. Keep doing it. Nothing has, I need to speak this over someone's life. Nothing has changed except time. When God promised you in that, he has not changed. He has not become a liar. He has not yes. become unfaithful to his word. Yes. He has not become uh, confused in his mind. He has not forgotten who God you is. are. He has not uh, got mad at you, so he's withholding. Yes. My God, nothing has changed except time.
Come on, somebody. Hold. Yes. Hang on. Do not grow weary in doing good. Don't allow your feelings and your frustration to cause you to ghost the promise of God, the promise Amen. in your marriage, the Amen. promise of the purpose of God in that marketplace, the yes. promise over Connect Church in your life. Don't ghost it. God's in this thing. I think yes. the truth is, my D, that's why we got to develop a relationship with the Holy Ghost because we can't constrain ourselves. We can for a certain amount of time. That's what religion then, tries to do. And then it's twice as bad. I feel Wait. like sometimes we just should have given in sooner. We <laughs> <laughs> like, made this twice as bad. <laughs> it's true, right? Because we try to get all these flesh controls and yeah. we try to we try to white knuckle. And you give yourself a like I have a right now. Like, oh, I tried. Totally. I tried. I tried. I, mean, I did it. I, did I tried it. to do it the way that I felt like God wanted me yeah. to do it. I've done this, done it, and that's what I'm saying. It really feeds that victim mentality. Because Correct. if you if someone ever said to us well, you're being a victim. No, I'm not. Like, we don't like to be identified you don't know, as a victim. Do you know how long I've tried this? As a yeah, 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 exactly. <laughs> do you know how long I've been doing this? Do you know how long I gave it a go? Yes. Again, time. Yeah, time. And, and, that and was that, really good. That, that was that's why Jesus, people. by the way, says in John 16, he said, it's better that I go away, which doesn't make any sense. But he says, mm. it's better that I go away mm. because I'm going to send you the Holy Spirit. And then in verse 13, it says, the Holy Spirit will lead me into all truth. All truth. Not mm -hmm. my truth, not your truth, the truth. And, 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 and that, that's the key that keeps my feelings and my frustrations from being the overseer of my truth. It's the Holy Spirit um, and his, it, that leads me into this thing. And, and before I turn it to you really quickly, I know I touched, I, I'm sorry, you know, I, this, I do this all the time and, and yeah. <laughs> I, I, if this is one of your first times, just go back. You'll see. I hit her all the time. <laughs> I just do. It's this is it's it's just what I do. So uh, we're we're building a new set in the house so that we're farther apart so I can't hit her. That <laughs> is the real reason, by the way. You will, will find a way. I will. They're gonna do a count. I'm telling you. But let me let me just say this before I turn this over to you. <laughs> That's true. Uh, contrast uh, East, uh, uh, Jacob and Esau moment with with the Jesus moment, Jesus Lazarus moment in John 11. Um, Jesus hears his, his friend sick, mm -hmm. and he waits. Jesus hears his friend dies, and he waits. Mm -hmm. Now, he's got all the power, the heal, to raise people. From that he, he waits, he waits, he waits. Mm -hmm. People are saying, you should go. Right. His friends have an expectation on him. You should go. In the flesh, mm -hmm. your flesh is saying, you should go. You should go. <laughs> But, but being led by the Holy Spirit, but yeah. by being led by the Holy Spirit positioned him for, to bring the supernatural mm -hmm. into the situation. See, you, can, you and I either get to bring our flesh into a situation or the supernatural. We either get to bring the natural response or supernatural yeah, response. Like a third choice. It, it's, exactly. And it depends on who we are being led by. When we are being led by uh, uh, expectation, our frustration, our feeling, our friends, our thought mm. process, we, we get a natural result. And so many of us are used to living in the natural result. But my friends, this epidemic needs a supernatural mm. response. It needs yes. a resurrected moment. Yes. It needs resurrected marriages, resurrected dreams, resurrected passion for Jesus. Jesus yeah. Christ. The Holy Spirit is the source of the supernatural. We, we cannot make natural decisions and expect Man. a supernatural result. Whatever Man. you sow into, the Bible says you will reap from. D, that's why we need this relationship with the Holy Spirit because I, I want to go back to church. I want to do certain things right now. I want to. My flesh is saying it. Friends are saying it. Come on, somebody, all right? There's expectations yes. out there, yes. but I got to be led by the Holy Spirit. Why? Because I do not want natural results. Mm. You, my friends, you don't want natural result. You don't want natural church. 
We want supernatural church. After all this, after a tornado, after we got to put up with everything we had to put up with the last year, year and a half, a pandemic, all all the stuff that's going on, I do not want to return and to have a service that is natural. I want a Holy Ghost supernatural encounter. I want your kids to be so excited about Jesus. They will never, ever slip into uh, 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 backsliding and walking away. And I just got to get a taste of the world. I want your marriage to be so on fire for Jesus Christ that you see your purpose together and you're knitted together not nothing can put that asunder I, I'm, I'm believing yeah. for people who are sick with cancer and disease yes, to Lord. walk in and for the, the shackles to be to, to be released on them if we follow natural understanding we will get a natural result the undone supernatural Holy Spirit come on that's what we need somebody somebody type amen I know somebody <laughs> shout amen someone wave amen someone get a hanky out I can't see it but I know somebody my friend Andrea right now has got a She's waving. Come on, girl. Come on. That's what I'm saying. All right. Hallelujah. I love that. Um, So, yeah, I feel like you now they're getting like the, uh, Mm. (laughs) like the feeling. No, no, but that's why why he says there's people in the city. Paul's seriously struggling. I I know. I know. Um, He's not Superman. He's he's, he's me and you. uh, Yes, he is. And I think that we miss like half of the Bible when we don't realize that we're not reading about um, superheroes. We're reading about you and me, but we're what we're seeing sometimes is the imprint of the Holy Spirit yep. upon their lives, the same way that He can impact ours. And you know, when 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 uh, I talk to the to y'all the church about this so often, and I say like, you know, when you're reading through the Bible, and you need to read through the Bible. Yes, that's why not, you need to be a Bible study, man. Do not play. let this be the time that you are hearing the word. Yes. This time that you have with your church family and your church community is th- is time that God should be able to utilize in your life to confirm what he's already been teaching you and extracting from you and imparting to you. Let this be the overflow of the spirit of God being speaking to you, not the only thing speaking yes. to you. But you know, when you read the word, it's so easy to be like da 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 da. If you but think about this, this vision that God gave Paul does not fit the narrative. Correct. So Correct. we are what we what I just read to you is was okay. So he you know he's preaching. He has a difficult encounter with the people to the point where he shakes them all. <laughs> like, don't you be like you know I've had enough of you. <laughs> <laughs> Like, you know what I mean? But that's how affected he was. And then he goes and then he shares the gospel. He shares about Christ. And all of these people get saved. All yes. the people, and then they believe and they're baptized. And he goes to sleep. Doesn't that sound like a win? Yes. But clearly, something was amiss Still inside shaking. of Paul. Yes. Otherwise, God would not have needed to, number one, come with a vision, but number two, come with the vision that he came with. Because he didn't say, well done. He didn't say, um, thank you for being brave. Yes, he didn't, yes, he, correct. He, God yep. does not waste a vision. Yes. So if he is, if he is, um, if he is imparting, there's the word. I was like, imprinting is from Twilight. Um, but <laughs> Definitely not that. Oh. If he's, um, what's the word again? Imparting. Imparting. <laughs> you know there are Twilight people out there that are falling out right now. But anyway, um, so like imparting, what was I saying? You know if God is imparting, he's not wasting it. He's doing oh, yeah, it yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> 
um, that it's with a purpose. So the fact that he said to him, do not fear. When you yes. study that whole vision in the Greek, he says, do not withdraw. Lest you withdraw. Yes. Do not be silent and keep speaking. Lest you withdraw. Mm. Lest you wow. ghost. Don't be afraid of any harm coming to you. I will not let them hurt you. God does not say that to a person that does not have this as a concern. That doesn't need it. Yeah, that's good to Okay, so just, again, think about it. It's like saying, thinking about all of your life going so well. Your very passions being realized. Paul's true passion was not tent, being a tent maker. Right, that's right. His true passion right. was bringing the word of God to people and, and, and inviting them to understand who Jesus the Christ was. Yes. And, and yes. going into synagogues and bringing the truth into those places and on and on and on. So this is, so it's a moment where all of these passions are realized and people are responding and they're coming and their households are coming and they're believing the word and they're being baptized. Why on earth would this be the initial response of God? Don't be afraid. Lest you withdraw, do not fear. You must keep speaking yes. and do not be silent. I could spend a whole time talking to us about how we people are finding their voices within our racial implosion yes, right now. Yes. And with and just within so many pains. We have financial implosion, we have political implosion, we have racial implosion, we have pandemic implosion, health implosion, all of these things and people are starting to utilize their voice. But we what we have to realize is that Paul was the the Temptation for him was to withdraw, was for him to yes. ghost. If you just read through that and you read it as a nice, neat story, you won't find yourself in there because who who is tempted to do that after a win? Right. Because remember, before the win, there was a loss. Yes. So I started looking up like the different types of ghosts. Ghosts, <laughs> not like not night, not, not, not like, spiritual not ghosts, not spiritual like, ghosts, but like when people ghost. Why we ghost? Why yes. we ghost? Right. And it is very interesting study. And so like the first kind of person is there's the avoidant ghost. And that's when there's great conflict that comes into a relationship, whatever it is, friend really, it doesn't, whatever the relationship is. And it's usually, um, it triggers a lot of trauma that you've known in the past. Yes. And it's just easier for you instead of working through the conflict to avoid it and you ghost. Um, the second one is the lazy ghost. It's just like, this is just too, too much. much work, too much <laughs> sacrifice, just, too much this work. This is just too much. It's yeah. just too much. And we clean it up and say it's just they're dramatic or whatever, but we just don't know how to emotionally engage yes. to get through the difficulties in a relationship, yeah. and we're just too lazy to work on it. And then there is the self-absorbed ghost, which is just don't really, if you really were to have the most truthful moment, they just don't really care about others' feelings as much as they care about themselves. And again, what Kyle was saying is true. We have been on both sides of this. Yeah. Okay, so this is like the ground is level at the foot of the cross. And for anyone who's saying like I've never done that, I have done that. There's, there's many times being too self-absorbed. We're in, in, in this world. In someone's story, you are the bad guy. Hundred percent. So in some way or shape or form, you have let people down in their 100%. expectation and what they've looked for from you. And even just you're like, I just don't have capacity right now yeah. for this. Like, And whether God wanted you to do not not be present is a different story than whether you're just like, I oh, just totally. I just did, couldn't do it anymore. And then there's the friendly ghost. Casper? Casper. I love Casper. And that's the person that kind of like comes and goes and comes and goes and just keeps their options open. Yeah. So they ghost and then they come back. 
and then they go, and then they come back. So they're just always keeping their. Some of you know out. who you're talking. About. I don't know who we're talking about right now. So, I'm just kidding. <laughs> totally kidding. <laughs> but I started, and the reason I'm talking about this is because I was like, all right, so it, number one, it helps us identify yes how we function in relationships, but also how we function in our relationship with God. Yes. And I was looking through them, and I was like, but I don't know if I see Paul necessarily in any of those, God. And, and you, 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 you were using the scripture because you want to speak to us today as a church. Yeah. And I just felt like he was saying, there is another ghost, and it's the haunted ghost. Mm. Like, we think of ghosts that are haunting, but it's the haunted ghost. It's the ghost that operates in self-protection. And... We cannot extract Paul's life yes. right in this moment yes. from the rest of the life. Yes. Yes. His, yes. He tells us in Scripture, I have known yes. what it has felt like to have plenty and to have nothing. I have known what it's felt like to have uh, to be hungry yes. and to not go without. I've known all of these things. He has been like... Because we, um, yeah, I mean, he's, he's been, stoned, been stoned. He's been, yeah, I mean, they, they he's tried been to in kill jail. Him. He yeah, had to been, escape. Been beaten. Yeah, uh, jail, like all of these friends betrayed him. him. People have yes. left him. Yes. Yeah, absolutely right. He wanted some people to go with him, yeah. and they couldn't or they didn't. And all of these things. Do you remember what we talked about many weeks ago? That God kind of dropped in my spirit and service. Compounded grief. Yes. When we experience compounded grief. There are mechanisms inside of us that launch us into self-protection. Absolutely. And withdrawing seems like the safest bet. Which is escapism. Which is escapism. And, yeah. the, and the thing that God brought to my attention, and I'm going to turn the rest of the morning over to you, is that when God kept pressing me, he kept, for, and I talked to you about this last week, For I mean for weeks and weeks, there are people in the city, there are people yes. in the city, yes. there are people, not just people, that actually means God is saying, my, my people, people, my chosen people. When you study that in the Greek, it's not just like a body of people. Because that's what we're hoping to be counted in. But God is talking about the remnant. Yes. My chosen people are already in that city. And this is what I feel led to say. And this might not be for everyone, but I feel like it might be for some, some people specifically. Is that what Paul was tempted to do is what we're tempted to do. Is that he was tempted to identify with people from his past. Yes. Instead of people that God had planted into his future. And he wow. would have wow. lost that year and a half of sowing into those people yes. if he had made the call that clearly he was from about to make to yes. leave based upon previous pains from previous wow. people. So church, Beautiful. it's really important that we spend some time recognizing that some of the decisions that we make, and I'm speaking about this from great and grave experience my three strongest relationships in my formative years had cr crazily enough three ghosted yes just vanished from my life to this day don't know why situations that stuff stays with you it changes you it impacts you it crafts you and if you don't let that go through a healing process then it mars you yes and it diminishes you and you start making judgment calls on what you're expecting to come at you based upon what's already come to you yes and those people in that city that god had planned to, for him to invest in and write two books about yeah yeah, yeah. two books yeah right exactly we you know, know more those, about corinth than, than almost else. any other church yeah and those people god deemed them worth it yes and there are people in your lives in your marketplace that are worth 
it. Yes. And in the natural, you might try to be assessing something based upon something that God doesn't even want you to look at because he doesn't need you to be afraid of it because he's going to keep preserved the very thing that makes you vulnerable to, and wanting to pull back in the first so place. So good. And, and the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit's such a healer. Um, and that, yes. that he, he helps us transition from the pain of our past into the people of our future. Yes. Um, and so I, I do what you just said and what's, what he says there is so important. Don't read over it. Skip over it. It's not an esoteric comment that he makes. There are people in the city. Yes. When God is saying that to Paul, he is seeing the faces of the people in the city. At the same time, he's seeing the people in the city who he knows are his, and he's saying it to Paul and saying, Paul, don't worry about it. I've got people. He's seeing those people. I I think think, that we have to look in the Word of God and see that when people are going through certain difficult situations— God tends to send people to help them. Hmm. Like we always think, oh, God, God's in it. Yeah, yep. God usually tends to send people. Like read through the whole Bible. It's every time someone's going through something, people show up. Mm-hmm. And and that and and it's not. And this is what we want. I know. I want our. I want. I, that's where that's where pastors come in. No, no, mm-hmm. no. Because God sends all sorts of people yes, throughout yes. the word. I, I, I love that. There's a um, in one of the one of the, in First uh, Kings 17. Um, there's a widow who is going through a famine. Yes. There, she's going to. She she's convinced herself. Yes. She's given up hope. She's yes. lost hope. It's been too long. She doesn't have enough. She's she she's decided she's going to die. She's given up on her future, on her son's future, and and God doesn't just go okay. He doesn't send an angel. He yes. he sends a person. person. People. People are, are what encourage people. He says Elijah, and Elijah reminds her mm. that what she has everything she needs inside of her, in her house. Mm. He, he, he helps her see that God has already provided for her something in there. Mixed with uh, that supernatural part that only Jesus, only, the only the Spirit of God can bring. And that's why Elijah, he, he, he becomes divinely positioned, mm. but then he also responds out of this... Uh, out of his divine position yes. in order to release the supernatural. Yeah. It was the it was the the, the togetherness, and I, I just want to mm-hmm. say to everyone who's watching today, you have you and I have been divinely positioned by God. We are the people in the city. We are the people. It's you. In the, it's you. It's, it's you. you. You're right. well, God sees. God sees and positions people divinely. He, he He's given us gifts. He's mm-hmm. given us uh, testimonies to to shatter the 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 chains that are on mm-hmm. people, even when we don't even know they're on people yet. Yes. Right. Your story. Your, your testimony. Right. Your voice. It, it was the people. Yes. It was the people that helped remove fear. The real people. Yes. How they responded. It helped them to remove fear from Paul. It it was people who helped him stay on mission. Mm-hmm. It was people who helped invest in the church. It was people who actually helped him see life differently, not escape to to the pains of his past, but step into the potential. It was people. The very, the very, yeah. the very thing that God used to help heal him were the very things that, that hurt him. Yes, 100%. And sometimes we think it's the same people that hurt us that have to bring the healing. Yes. But God, if the Spirit of God is inside of someone, He can bring His he can, healing. His healing in the midst He'll of never it. make it dependent on someone else being the provider of your yeah. healing. Babe, I think the reality is if you look at it, at least from my perspective, it was the response of the people mm-hmm. that actually encouraged Paul to hands stay down, a year down. and a half. Exactly. Like, he was staying days in other cities, yes. maybe a few weeks. Yes. He stayed a year and a half. Why? Because there were people there. 
there were people who were responding to that and saying yeah. yes. And and do, do you see it, my friends? We're, we're the people in the city. Uh, what, what we bring to the house of God, it wasn't simply what Paul brought to the people. It was what people brought to Paul. Mm. Sometimes we're always thinking, well, it, 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 what, what, what is church bringing me? What is God bringing me? What are my leaders bringing me? No, no, no. This, this, it was what they brought to Paul that released something. Do you realize that what we bring into our city, what we bring into our marriage, what we bring into the house of God, what we bring into Connect can actually remove fear from people. It, yes. it, can, it can be a part of yes. setting people free from addiction. It can be a yes. part of encouraging a discouraged leader. It can be a part Man. of keeping the anointing Man. in place yes. for a long period of time. That's what happened, right? So uh, it reminds me, and I know we're going to go in just a few moments, but wrap it up. But uh, it, it reminds me of a story of the, in the Midwest that I heard about uh, a, a town that was going through a drought. Out. And um, and it hadn't rained for months, and so uh, the pastor called for a prayer meeting to pray for rain, and people started showing up little by little by little, and all of a sudden, as as time was getting ready to start, a young girl showed up in her galoshes, right, her her raincoat, carrying an umbrella, and you could hear the snickers of people kind of laughing at her as she like comes me. in. Snicker, you use the word galoshes. Galoshes. Okay, but go on. Rain slicker. Um, that's old school right there. But 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 you can you know because they're like, hey, it hasn't it hasn't rained in in months. Mm. And but 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 what we bring to the meeting speaks about what we believe for. Mm-hmm. What we bring to the meeting. See, she she was coming to pray for rain, and she actually brought what she was believing for. So I think the question is. What, what, what are we bringing to our marriage? What are we bringing to our city? What are we bringing to connect? What are we bringing to God that speaks what we're believing for? Or is our life silent when it comes to those things? Because, I, you know, in, in, this, in, 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 in this text, the, the people here were, were, weren't just positioned by God. They actually occupied their position. That's really good. Yes. They, they, you know, all of them, I know God brought me here and I know God gave me this relationship. I know God gave me my spouse. I know God gave me this church. No, 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 no. They weren't just positioned. They occupied their position mm-hmm. and how they responded in that position actually released things they didn't even know needed to be released yet. There was a provision with God. The provision always comes, the provision always precedes the revelation. God's provision always precedes the revelation. There are people in the city, Paul, when you see them, it's going to release something. I already provided before the revelation. The Lamb of God was slain before the foundation of the world so that so that we could step into it by faith. We didn't have, we didn't have to step into it, and then the promise was come to fruition. The promise was come to fruition so we could step into it. That's how God works in our life. But when, he look, when we look at this text... How did they respond? And and do we actually have just really quickly? We have a we have a we have a we have a we have an insight. We get an insight in how they responded. In First Corinthians one verse four through seven, I'm going to paraphrase it, but it says this. I, I'm, I'm always encouraged when I think about you, when I pray mm-hmm. for you, man. And the thought of how you how you live life encourages me yeah. because God has enriched you in all things, in the way that you speak, in the way that you think, and in the way that you have a gifts, in in your gifts, that you invest your gifts in such a way that there's, you're short for nothing. And it testifies to you. Testifies. Uh There's a testimony. My favorite kind of person. He says, man, your response testifies to me. Yeah. I want to say one thing and then we need to pray. I I feel very strongly to say this. I think that there are some people that have been dealing with depression 
because in this um, scenario of pandemic, you have had to learn how to occupy your life in a different way. Your workplace, on and on, relationships. And all of those arenas have gone with lack. Even in church, you're no longer really serving. Correct. Right? So what happens is, is that at first it can be like, whew, okay, so I don't have to go to this thing, that thing, the other thing. You know, I can figure out how to work for a moment. At first it can feel like relief. But if that's not replaced with occupancy yes. inside of callings, whether it's in your marketplace, and it's not just, it's not going to be enough if, it's, if you're only occupying one space of your life. If you're, you're really set up to occupy your, your life in your marketplace, but you've just gone vacant in the rest of your life. Yeah, you, you just, just ghosted, ghosted it. it. Yep. You are going to struggle with depression because you're not fully occupying holy ground. Yes. You only have your toe on the corner of a piece of ground that's holy. Yes. And there's all of this space that's meant for you to occupy. And you're going to have to have God help you reimagine how to occupy that, that ground in your relationships, in how you serve him, how you serve correct, your house, correct, correct. how you yes. serve your family, how you serve at work. But you have to find ways, church, because if you think that just waiting for this to be over is going to relieve the depression, it I'm won't. telling you right now, when this all comes to a close... I'm talking only about the pandemic, not everything else that's imploding right now. But when this pandemic lifts, you will have been changed and it won't be for good. And it won't go back to normal because your insides have been affected. Your spiritual health, your mental health, your emotional health have been shifted. So today, just spend some time this afternoon talking to God about revealing that, that occupancy and how you have ghosted some of those places that you've not just been called to occupy but it's actually for your good yes. there's a health there that awaits you yeah we gotta pray no yeah d I, I we have to occupy what what i think what challenged paul here i want to have an honest moment for a second i think what challenged paul here what released paul here is that people responded that they wanted to be discipled yes they wanted to be discipled yes. they didn't want to show up at a meeting they wanted to be discipled they Amen. they there were people that allowed God to change the way that they spoke, change the way that they thought, change the way that they invested their life. That's what this verse says. And my friends, the, the, I, I just want to have an honest moment. I, I'm not trying to get you to come back to church when it reopens. I, I hope you do, but I, that's not my goal. My, my goal in this, my, you want to know my heart's desire? Is that you fall so passionate in love yes, with Jesus Lord. and his people during this season that you will keep let nothing keep you from being a disciple not a yes. church goer yes. not a connect person Amen. not a good Amen. Christian I'm saying a disciple people. of Jesus yes. like that's that's what encouraged Paul Paul looked around and said I've seen people who want to be changed who are hungry for the word who 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 don't want me to speak their language they want to actually learn how to speak God's language. Yes. They don't want to, me to think their way. They want me to actually help shape the way that they think so they think mm. kingdom way. That's the way that they live and invest their life. Like Jesus, my friends, Jesus never, Jesus invited people. I got, I wrote this down earlier and it challenged me. Jesus invited his friends to be disciples. Then he taught them how to live out church. We've got it backwards. We invite people to live in church and hope yes. they become disciples. Yes. But if you're only looking to get community plugged in, feel good, feel like check church went this week, blah, blah, got something good, 
why would you ever have, why would there ever be a, a draw to becoming a disciple? Correct. If you're coming to get you filled, if you're coming to get you tapped off, then yeah. tapped off, then why, why see the purposes of God? And, that, and that's, that's why we have to leave with this honest question. Would we be the people that God could tell the modern Paul, don't worry. They're worth staying for. They're worth staying for. They're in the city. Don't worry. And that's a question all of us need to wrestle with. Because Matthew 16 says this, what good is it if you and I gain the whole world? We vote the party we want to vote. We get to wear or not wear masks. We get to go out or not go out. We get to do or be what we want to be. We gain the whole world, but we lose our soul. Today, will you choose to be that disciple? And maybe you're saying, Kyle, I don't, I don't really, I'm not sure that I fully hunger for it yet. That's okay. Because the Holy Spirit can create a hunger inside yes. of you. And I'm going to pray that for you yeah. right now. No matter where you are on your walk with God, whether you don't know Him yet or whether you have known Him and you've strayed or maybe you're just kind of in that stagnant life that, that can happen in this, in this season, I'm going to pray right now and I'm going to ask you to pray with me. If you are desiring to have to be that kind of person that the Holy Spirit mm -hmm. fills, that will become a disciple of Jesus, not a good Christian, yeah. Not a churchgoer, Amen. not a better person, not someone who just goes to heaven, a disciple of Jesus. Will you pray with me right Amen. now? Just say, Dear Lord Jesus, Dear Lord Jesus, here I am today. Here I am today. I'm asking, I'm asking and I'm proclaiming, and I'm proclaiming that I want to be a disciple. That I want to be a disciple. So I'm asking you. So I'm asking you to come and be the Lord of my life. To come and be the Lord of my life. Direct my heart. Direct my heart. Speak into my life. Speak into my life. Fill me with the Holy Spirit. Fill me with the Holy Spirit. Cleanse me from my sin. Cleanse me from my sin. I submit my life to you. I submit my life to you. Birth inside of me. Birth inside of me. A hunger that only you can fill. I will not go back, I will not go and back, I will not look back, and I will not look back to the pain of my past. To the pain of my past. But I will step in, but I will step in and occupy, and occupy the position, the position you have for my present. You have for my present. In Jesus' name. In Jesus name. Amen, amen and amen. 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 Well, Amen. that was one of the first times that you've ever prayed that prayer and you want more information like for your heart, for your Woo! spirit, for your mind. Like, okay, so tell me about this more. Explain to me what my like next steps would be to, uh, to walk this thing out. We have a free book for you. It's called The Surprise of Your Life. It was written by one of our pastors, Rick Campana, and the foreword was written by Carson Wentz. And we'd love to send that to you for free so you can send your name and your mailing address to the link that's provided on the social media platform that you're watching on right now, and we will get that book right out to you. But before we hand over to kids' services on our YouTube channel, we want to take the offering. Yeah, hey guys, look, we want to ask you to continue to give. Um, I love yes. that Paul, uh, that God says to Paul, you don't have to worry because I have people Amen. who I've already positioned yes. in the city who will respond, yes. who will respond, who have gifts yes. and talents who will respond. I want to let you know that we, as your global team, we're, we're, we are going to continue to trust that we don't have to worry. 
because we've got people. God has stirring people at Connect. You. Uh, you, and, uh, you and I. You and to I. be able to invest the gifts that he has given us uh, to be to, to, for his kingdom. And so you can go to the link uh, right there. Uh, Linktree link, link. link right there. Please do it now before you yes, go. Don't do. put it off. Um, you can yeah. set up uh, also being auto auto giver if that would is easier for you. Um, but give and it shall be given. Press down, shaken together, running over. Um, I, I want to remind everybody that we have kids a VBS coming up. You can yeah. uh, I think I think this is the last day to sign up for that. You've got uh, we have men's uh, Bible study coming up starting this week. You got to sign up to be a part of it. Um, it's going to be awesome. Women's I know it's, they're stirring some stuff up yes. too. You gotta hold on. You gotta wait for a little bit. Yeah, you gotta wait for the, some of that. But it, September is the target. Ah, coming. That's in. right. Men are leading the way. Another that's right, event. ladies. Men do, are I dropping believe, the mic. I what? do believe the women have already been meeting, but whatever. Uh, whatever. Um, so as uh, so chat room, forged. chat room Tuesday night. <laughs> oh, chat room Tuesday night. Listen, please yeah, join this me. Is gonna I'm going to talk about your your, the, yes. your talent, your gift, and your anointing. Your talent, your gift, and your anointing that will help you understand how to occupy. Uh, the position God has for you. Uh, and and if, if our misunderstanding of that has messed us up, come on, join me Tuesday yeah. night, 7 o'clock. Yeah, you've been talking about this to me for a couple weeks now, and it's really, really exciting. Come on. So, well, church, we love you. And if again, if this is one of your first times with us, we're so grateful that Let you us joined you. us. We would love to hear from you. But for now, have a beautiful Sunday afternoon, church. We miss you tons. We love you so, love you so much. much. And thank you for joining us this morning. We'll see you soon. Don't Peace.